This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Live from Los Angeles, here's Bill Ryder. All right, here we go. Bill Ryder with you. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday. I like Will Brinson. Will Brinson's cool, man. Good guy. Great NFL talent. I think he does like 38 podcasts a week for CBS Sports or something like that. This guy is a machine. Good morning, Mr. Brinson. What's up, buddy? Bill, what's going on, buddy? Hope you're doing well. Doing great. I'm going to open with a thought experiment. You ready? This is like a little, you probably don't get this very often. The guy that's that's filling in today that's producing, Pat Boyle, wants is a a fan-free agent. He doesn't have a football team. He's looking for one. He won't do the Dolphins because he thinks they're a bunch of phonies, a bunch of, he thinks they're a farce. (laughs) <laughs> who would you point him toward? He's a he's a New Yorker who happens to be a Cubs fan. Let's steer him clear of the Bears. That that just causes me heartburn all the time. Yeah. If you were gonna narrow like whittle a list down for somebody, where and so it can't be the New York teams, can't be the have Bears. Have you ever team. have you ever have you ever rooted for a team? You ever rooted for a team, Pat? Yeah, I used to be a Browns fan. He oh, he's a Browns oh, fan. I yeah, respect fair. that. Fair. Um yeah, I mean I think well, okay, this is easy. This is it's very easy answer. Um, assuming that you, Pat, were a Browns fan for a reasonable amount of time, uh, more than five, like five years, uh, you have been through a lot of hardship, a lot of suffering, um, and you, you understand the, 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 heartbreak, the heartbreak and the plight of someone who roots for a team that constantly disappoints you. I believe you, and I, I, I understand this as well. I'm an NC State fan. Um, so... I think the Lions are a pretty obvious choice. You get your Midwest, yeah. you get your blue-collar team, you get a, uh, a fun, entertaining, um, you know, like they really are like build out, build out for Dana Campbell. Like, like, like if the Lions put on Browns uniforms, Browns fans would react in the same way that the Lions do. Now, the danger in becoming a Lions fan right now is that you are, in theory, like warp zoning, Get, like, you know, like the words there when you jump on top of the screen and you run on the back of the uh, – in, in level one, two in Mario, Super Mario 1, yep. and you can, like, warp to, like, level four or whatever. Like, you, you kind of feel like you're cheating a little bit in that sense because you're like, hey, hey, look, the Lions are awesome. I'm a Lions fan. But because you were a Browns fan, I think that that's an acceptable shift to make because there's still plenty of heartbreak there. There's a fun Lions team. Jared Goff's playing awesome football. I'm on St. Brown's a star uh, Sam Laporta, their rookie tight end, is, is going to be a star. They got a bunch of like blue collar dudes on defense, like my guy Lee McNeil. You've got Aiden Hutchinson. Um, you know, you, and, and 
like the fans are just they are rabid right now. They're traveling to Tampa, they're traveling to Baltimore. They don't care. They're traveling anywhere because they want to see a good Lions team. So if you're a reasonably diehard Browns fan for a reasonable amount of time, I think the Lions are a perfect fit. Will Brinson never disappoints. That is the best possible answer you could have hoped for. I, Will Brinson, thanks for being on, buddy. Are you um? Do you subscribe <laughs> to this idea? that the Dolphins are an illusion, that they're a farce, that they're a joke, or we're kind of Dolphins homers around here. Do you still think that there's a legitimate and interesting ceiling for them this season? Where, where do you come down on Miami? I think it's somewhere in between, probably, because it, it, can't, be, it can't be like, I don't think they're like complete farces. And, and don't get me wrong, I wrote, like, I, I, I came up just shy of calling them frauds when writing about them on Sunday. And I think Bill, like the problem is like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, part of it was like in my head where I was like, if I call, like, I don't know if I want to call them frauds. Like, I feel like that's going to, to potentially backfire in my face, but I mean, <laughs> they, I mean, but <laughs> it's like, like Brinson Cohen, Finns are frauds, more Finns question mark, more like frauds. Um, and then it's like old takes exposed Instagram. was like, Oh my feed, I'm getting hit up about it you know, in a couple of months. But I mean, they are 0-3 and, and averaging like 17 points per game and giving up 33 points per game against teams with a winning record and 6-0 and against teams with a losing record. And I think – I'd have to go back and look, but I think their best win is like a, a last-second victory over the Chargers, right? And I mean, you dropped 70 on the Broncos. I mean, that's impressive too. I think Mike McDaniel is a great coach. I think Tua is a, a very good fit for his system. Um, Tyreek Hill is obviously one of the three or five best wide receivers in football. Uh, Raheem Mostert's running really well. Now, I mean, like maybe uh, Devin Aitche comes back and like that offense ratchets up another level. But they were shut out against the Chiefs in the first half, and that's bad, dude. Like you can't you can't lose the Bills by twenty plus points and get shut out by the Chiefs. You know, in an entire half of football in Germany on a on what is technically a prime time stage, you know, an island game at least, and expect everyone to be like, "Well, Miami's fine." Like, no, I mean, that's you're not fine. You know, it's it's like there are there are questions to be asked about Miami and whether or not they can beat a good team. And the the narrative going into the Kansas City game was, okay, if they can't, it's like. Like, like I'm picking my I I I went on, I went on with Abshine and we were we do our picks every week. I was like I'm picking Miami because I think that they know they have to go beat a good team. And he was like I'm picking Kansas City for the same reason, except opposite because I don't think Miami can beat a good team. And I'm like and now it's like all right, like you know they can't. So you know like how can we possibly give them? You can't give them credit until they beat a good team. And it's like, if you can't beat a T.O. team with a winning record, how can we expect you to win in the playoffs? Uh, Will Brinson here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Brinson, if you held a sizable amount of stock in both mm. Brock Purdy and the 49ers, mm. and obviously that stock would be down right now, what what would you do with it? Are you just going to sell it a loss? Are you holding on to it? How, how do you feel about, about that scenario if that's the one that you're in? Well, I mean, I think the 49ers stock would be trading at like – I don't know, like thirty bucks a share right now. And the Brock Purdy stock would be trading at like seven bucks a share. Or something Sounds like right. That. I think that's exactly it. <laughs> um, I, I definitely wouldn't sell my Niners uh, stock, and 
I'd probably buy a little more Purdy stock. I think what, um, you know, it, it's, it is, it's just, Bill, like even the week nine, like now it's like, like so for example, I'm going to talk about the Bills here, even though it's not, I think it's sort of related to Brock Purdy in the sense that everyone wants to bury the Bills. People are like, ah, oh, the Bills window is closed. It's over. Good night, Buffalo. You're done. See ya. And I think if you look at like their fees in the, in the totality, you can paint a different picture where you're like, okay, they lost to the Jets in week one. It was on the road. Three of their four losses are on the road. Um, most of them are two quality teams except for at the Patriots, but that's a division game against a very desperate Bill Belichick. And the, the, the only one that was on the road is like the London game in Jackson, against Jacksonville who'd been there for two weeks and was a really good team. And, and so like you paint that in totality, you're like, okay, this 5-4 and four record, they're the ninth seed, the AFC, but the 5-4 and four record makes more sense. If you take the same thing with Brock Purdy, if you look at Brock Purdy and you say, okay, the last three, like they've lost these three games in a row, they stink. They stink. They're, everyone, everyone's selling their stock. Brock Purdy can't stop throwing interceptions. You're like, yeah, that, that's the case. And then you start to look at the games in totality. You're like, okay, if they had lost, like if you shifted these games around and shifted Brock Purdy's bad games around, and it was like one's week one, one's, or one's week two, one's week four, one's week six, instead of boom, 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 I think that we look at this 49ers team completely differently. And if the Seahawks go into Baltimore and beat the, beat the Ravens, it's like, well, this division is the Seahawks to lose, right? Um, and, and so I think, like, it is – by the time we get to week nine, through week nine, there's so much more ability to sort of step back and look at the – you know, look at the NFL and look at individual teams from a 30,000-foot viewpoint or at least like a, a bigger viewpoint, even in a small sample size sport, and, and make, it, make a statement about them. So I, I would be – I think I would be doubling down on Bro- – Brock Purdy's stock is as low as it's going to get this year. He was like five, he was like 15 to 1 to be the MVP. Like I'm buying more now than he's down. Coming out of the buy, I think Kyle Shanahan will adjust. I think the 49ers will rip off a bunch of wins. And um, and in like six weeks, we won't be worried about San Francisco. Will Brunson, it's good for you to bring a little Bills love because I'm definitely one of the window is closing. Everybody's uh, out of the Bills. Yeah, I'm out. I've been out for a year though. I, I've been out for That's, a year. Yeah, I just yeah. uh, you're like you're like, you're like Pat Boyle. You've been out. You've been out for a year. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Pat Boyle just admitted something really personal on the air an hour oh, ago. I don't even want to tell you what it is. It was. Pretty, oh, pretty, now you have to know. I, I need to know. I mean, I'm, I'm, so I, I'm like, this is mean, but I call Kirk Cousins kissing cousins because for sure. me, believing in him is what I would imagine kissing your cousin would be like. Yeah, it feels like a high, good idea until right. you do it, right? Uh, and Pat admitted that he once kissed his cousin when he was 11, and I just respected the honesty. Well, at least he said 11, I guess. I mean, that's. <laughs> It's <laughs> twenty one. Yeah, last better. week I just decided to go for it. No, that is not like seventeen. <laughs> that would no eleven's okay. Seven, seven, I guess, would be better. But I mean, like eleven. Eleven is, is fine. I, I don't. I got a. I have a nine year old. If he gets if he gets his cousin, I'd, I'd yell at him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get you definitely get yelled at. Will. <laughs> oh, Wilburnson here on the show. Uh, you you brought up. I mean, this is great. We're just like I, I'm trying to hit you with questions you don't get very often. Like, what would you do? Yeah, that's that's my favorite, Bill. <laughs> he kissed his cousin. Uh, Bill Belichick. This one you probably do get. But what is what is the prognosis for for that guy coaching the Patriots next year? Where where do you think that stands? As best you know or guess. 
I mean, I think I, I have an easier time answering a kissing cousins question than a <laughs> Bill Belichick. I'm serious. I, I think this is the hardest question to answer um, when doing radio hits or, or doing, you know, like if I'm on HQ or whatever, um, because like, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you're Robert Kraft, so, so I, I think here's the scenarios that I can envision where Bill Belichick is not coaching the Patriots. Um, all right. Uh, one, uh, you know, Bob Kraft goes to him and says, hey, you need to you, – you can't be the GM anymore. And Belichick's like, that's not going to fly for me, Bob. And he's like, maybe we should just mutually part ways. That, that I think, is, is, is reasonably viable. Yep. Um, two, and this is maybe the most viable. I'm like, Mike Florio threw this out on – I don't think he did it like some pro football talk or like his own radio show. I can't remember where it was. But I remember seeing it being like, what? He's like – Josh Harris is going to trade for Bill Belichick. Or like, he's like, what if Josh Harris offers the Patriots some first-round picks for Bill Belichick next offseason? It was like, where, where the hell did that come from, Florio? Like, this is out of, out of left field. But you know what? It kind of makes a little bit it of sense. Does. Bill Belichick from yeah. Annapolis. His dad coached at, at West Point for years. He is um, you know, a football historian. I think, I think bringing the Washington football team – back to respectability would be something that would interest him. And it would be kind of the perfect exit. Well, like he would be, cause in, like under, under the circumstance, obviously I think, I think Josh Hart, I mean Josh Hart, uh, Josh Harris, excuse me, is like you saw, he made, he basically made Ron Rivera trade Montez Sweat and Chase Young, which is a pretty clear cut sign that he's playing in the clean house in Washington. He wants to be, you know, he wants to be, at, he, like, he, he wants, he wants wholesale changes. It kind of makes sense that he would be like, "All right, I'm going to give like let's make a run." Like he's like, "You think Dan Snyder was splashy? Watch this and go and trade." I, I think one first round pick gets it done. I think Bill Belichick's old enough where you don't need two, especially with the struggles of the Patriots. You, maybe you don't even need a first round pick. You go and make some kind of offer to the Patriots for Bill Belichick, and you get Bill Belichick into Washington. He takes over. He's, he's GM. He's head coach because you want to give him full, full power. If that's the only way he agrees to it, and he takes over Washington. Like I think a team trading for Belichick would be the perfect sort of out for both Bob Kraft and Belichick, where they don't have to do this. Is he coming back to try to break John Sula's record or not? Dance. Um, I, I mean, like because. What if the Patriots are so bad they have a top five pick and they can get Drake Mayer or Caleb Williams? And then it becomes a question of do you – this is what the next the, – the obvious follow-up is like, do you want Bill Belichick to be the guy to develop your quarterback right. in that right. case? And it's like, well, the Max Jones thing didn't work out, but he is the greatest coach of all time. And he's is he still, though? Get, is he, though? I mean, he is, yeah. I mean, he, I he, know, he's, 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 not the, he's not the best – Andy Reid's a better coach right now, but Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. You th- do you think he's a great coach without Tom Brady? Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, I mean he. He won Super Bowls with the as a defensive coordinator for the Giants. So like, I mean, do the have, have the Patriots been good without Tom Brady? No. I, I mean, mean I'm, I'm Cornell was a pretty good coordinator. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, but Belichick. I mean, <laughs> Belichick was a great coordinator for Parcells, who was a great coach. And they went on to win six Super Bowls. And he did draft Tom Brady. Did he get lucky drafting Tom Brady? Sure. He drafted um, him, yeah. But, like, 
It's not like he drafted. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, he got lucky. But you're right. I mean, right, you get- Tom, but, uh, okay, Tom Brady doesn't become Tom Brady without Bill Belichick either. That's like, probably true. It's Belichick, helped, Belichick helped Brady become who he is as a quarterback and as a player. Like, I mean, that's just. I mean, like, I, I will. I, I mean, I'm I not saying. To, I'm not saying Bill Belichick suddenly sucks. I just wonder if a little bit of the sheen comes off to reopen the goat coach conversation. Yeah, I just don't know who's like who's storming in the door to take it over. I mean, whether it's like, and 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 if I think Andy Reid wins two more, is he in that? Does he get I think, in that mix? I think, I think Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes can absolutely catch Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, like it's absolutely, absolutely because Andy Reid's got what two, and then yeah, I mean, like they're, they're basically four. Like they've, they've, I mean, him, him, Mahomes have sort of recreated like the early part of Belichick and Brady. You know, it's like <laughs> you you host the AFC Championship game every year and. Um, you know, I mean, Brady took away one of the Super Bowls. Uh, I, right. I think, I think, I think um, Teddy Bruschi had a really interesting comment about it on uh, "Get Up" or whatever the show is on ESPN. Maybe it's just "Get Up" now without the exclamation point. I like point. the yell. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> get up! <laughs> Stop yelling at me, greedy. Um, the uh, but the Vrabel said that uh, he's like or, no, not Vrabel. Excuse me. Bruschi said that. Um, Belichick is no longer coaching. He thinks he thinks he thinks that Belichick is no longer coaching for titles and for for division titles for division for he like he's co- he's like coaching with this goal of getting Shula's record in mind, and that because of that, he thinks he's lost. Like that focus has diminished. That edge, yeah. That edge, it. yeah. And I mean, like if that's and, and like that makes sense, you know, where, where Belichick's like, man. Sure would be nice to be fishing right now, but <laughs> I'm not. Like he's like, I'd love to be playing golf in Bermuda, like Baker's Bay, right now. Um, you know, he's like, but I've got this pesky matter of 17 more wins or whatever it is, 15 more wins. He's like, Ugh. and if you're, if I'm Belichick, like there's no way in hell that I'm walking away without that win total, right. um, like. Falling short of Don Shula just seems crazy. So I, I, I think it's, I think it's like the, one of the most difficult, interesting conversations to have uh, around football right now because, like, you really you're gonna run Belichick out of here? Like that that would be crazy. Like, what if you run Belichick out and he goes and wins the title somewhere else, just like Tom Brady did? It would be very tilting for Bob Kraft. Uh, Will Brenson crushing it. Unfortunately, we got to go. I could do this all hour. By the way, that uh, Florio conversation, that comment was here on CBS Sports Radio on the Zach Gelb show. Will oh. Brinson, dude, if you do you ever dude, if yeah. you ever get to LA, you let me know. I want to go drink with you. We've never actually I will, I will. really I been out. We, we need to we need to have uh, have some bourbon together. And yeah, see, see what I mean? like Florio's like on some random CBS Sports Radio show and lobs <laughs> that lobs that out. Like, what are you thinking, Florio? How's that another rumor on PFT, man? That's fair, because he, he's such a he like you. He's such a good guest. He just like he just lights up when he's on. Uh, Mr. Brinson, thank you, buddy. Have a good day. Hey, anytime, Bill. See you, buddy. <laughs> See you, Bill. I got I got Pat Boyle in my ear telling me more people have more people have kissed their cousin than not. You know what? We're gonna get into some kissing your cousin stats when we come back next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. Before we get to buy or sell, let's get some stats on people who kiss their cousins. From executive producer for the moment, fill-in executive producer extraordinaire, Mr. Pat Boyle. Pat, the defense, <laughs> defend yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't know this to be certain, but, okay. like, I've got a pretty good idea based on maybe, like, one or other two people that I've talked to that have shared this information that more people than not probably have kissed a cousin, a blood relative at one point or another in their life. Oh, I thought you had stats. I thought you did, like, a Google deep dive. I don't know. That's my fault. I don't know if that's readily accessible. Let me let me do a quick Google search here. How many people have kissed their cousin? Yeah, I thought, find I, out. that's I presume. I thought just because Google spits up so many things, I thought you were saying, oh, here we go. Statistically, 58.2% in a survey, but apparently not. No, but when I get sent to HR here, once they track the Google searching on this computer, <laughs> um, I can ask them if they have any stats. But... One of the first links I say is kissing cousins is okay, scientists say. And this was a New York Times article and another Chicago Tribune, and this is from 2002. In and fairness, that was 20 years ago. And think about how much has changed in 20 years. We've become yeah, even more progressive, Bill. a lot. We've become even more progressive. Uh, I mean, didn't John Adams and a bunch of the founding fathers marry, or Benjamin Franklin? I think it was John Adams. Didn't he marry his first cousin, Abigail? Yeah, I mean, they probably uh, were... You know, they were doing whatever they do with their, like, relatives. They're, they're siblings, let alone cousins. Not their siblings. No, man. No, walk it back. No, come on. With their that siblings? It, no. That happens, though. You've watched too much Game of Thrones. On this, on this weird note, and I like it, that you've gone to this dark place. I like your comfort level, but let's nonetheless do by ourselves. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? 
It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Okay, Bill. Let's have some fun right out of the gate, shall we? Uh, College basketball started last night. By the way, number four Michigan State losing at home to James Madison. Talk about a stunner. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, even though baseball ended, we now have the NFL. We've got college football. NBA, NHL, and college basketball all in swing. You mix in a little Thanksgiving turkey and extended weekend where we uh, hopefully all we do is sit on the couch all weekend drinking, eating, and gambling rather than being yelled at by significant others or family to go shopping with them. So I know a lot of people say March. Buy or sell November is actually the best sports month of the entire year. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Loaded Um, question out of the gate. I'm going to sell. But sell. It's almost about. I actually think the best time of the year was a couple weeks ago when I will take the World Series over the start of college basketball. So for me, when the World Series is rolling, it's the best time of the year because the NBA is starting to get underway. The NFL's in full swing. I watch a lot of soccer, right? So the Champions League is happening. I know you watch. Little, who's your team again? Uh, Manchester City, baby. Uh, they're pretty good. Uh, a little, you know, a little Man City's rolling. You got Tottenham going down to eight or five guys, whatever the hell happened yesterday. You got usually a riveting World Series. I was not into this one as as maybe other people were, although it was not well. The ratings were not high, so it's close to a yes for me. But for me, it's a couple weeks ago. Are you a November guy? Or are you a March guy? Now, I mean, I just wanted to see where you fell. It's it's almost impossible to beat. No, because I would say it's almost impossible to beat March Madness, but then again, we've got no NFL going on at that time. Right, no NFL. Like, dude, so you've got the Masters the one, if you want to roll into the Masters, but I'm not, I'll take this, I mean, you have to have NFL for me. For you have to, you have to. You can't have a scenario yeah. where there is no National Football League going on and say it's yep. the best sports month of the year. You're, you're a loser. You're a loser. You're a liar. I was going to say a liar and loser. You're a liar. You're a loser. You're a loser. It's also, I don't think it's a great NBA stretch because. It's not. At, the last week or two of the NBA season, now there are teams because of the playing that are fighting, but most NBA riders take off the, the first week of April. Like That's their vacation before the playoffs because it's kind of decided you're past the trade deadline. Yeah, give me this time. Give me some segment in the fall. Yeah, and think about it. If college not football? For, yeah, there's no college football either. If not right. for March Madness, March sucks. Like yes. March kind of sucks. So like it's just one event. You can't uplift an entire sporting month calendar is the best just because of one event. The Masters is cool. It's four days. Like it's it, fine. It's four let's days. Let's be honest. And it's nobody not really as good without Tiger. Thursday and Friday. It's not as good without Tiger. Exactly. So you don't it's have that anymore. So you know what? I actually almost walked myself into the wrong answer. No. November's the best yeah. month. Think about it as it gets cold, at least in the Northeast, for you, know you what? for you snobs in Los Angeles. You got nice weather all year round. It's like when around. you kiss your cousin. You did something. You're like, you know what? It doesn't feel right. I'm going to walk it back. No, it, I mean, it felt right in the moment. Oh, come on, man. I was 11. You don't wow. know right from wrong at that point. <laughs> well, I mean, some of us did. Some of us did. <laughs> but you... Wow. I can't even look at you with a straight face right now. November, <laughs> you've got... Look, as it starts to get cold in the Northeast and seasonal depression kicks in for some folks, you've got Monday night, you've got Thursday night to save you, you've got yep. all day Sunday, you got college football on Saturday, NBA season still fresh and new, right? We don't, we're not talking about load management just yet. Maybe some people are, but we're not. Soccer's, I mean, soccer's rolling all you the got, time. But yeah, yeah. Champions League's heating up right now, and you can't beat it. 
and you got college basketball that just started. And again, you mix in the Thanksgiving aspect where you have football all day on Thanksgiving, and then that whole weekend, it's football on Friday, NFL game on Friday now. College football I'm ta- on Saturday. I'm taking October, though. I'm taking baseball playoffs over college uh, basketball. I don't care. I mean, eh. The World Series is kind of boring. Not most years. If your team's not in it, who cares about the World Series? Let's be well, honest. Well, that's just true about baseball. That's a that's a huge baseball problem. That's fair. It's a but regional sport. I, I'm not as into college basketball, and I used to cover it because I, I cover so I, I watch so much NBA. I have trouble watching college hoops the way I used to. I it's don't, so slow. Yeah, but look, it's you get so slow. But the the what's the word I'm looking for? Like the know. nuances or the 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 cool aspect of college basketball at least in November is you get the paradise jams you get all these these cool tournaments that go on like at 12 p.m. you had used to have midnight madness or what's the the two days where there would be like 22 midnight hours straight cool. yeah when I was in college 22 what about hours December? straight games do they still when do the that NBA in, in season tournament rolls around I'm going to that I'm covering that in Vegas can't wait November no no November is the best month so I will buy your This cell. question was as long as November I'm selling your cell Anyway, you okay. This it's like kissing your cousin. That's not how it works. But okay, you, you do sell. You do you, buddy. Back to business. We hit on the Monday night football game to start the show, but to bring it back around, a video from the midfield, a handshakes line, whatever you would call that. Yesterday, after the game, a surfaced of Derwin James asking Aaron Rodgers when he will be back, and Rodgers says, "quote unquote, a few weeks." It seemed inconceivable, Bill. It seemed impossible. It seemed illogical that Aaron Rodgers at 39 would ever have a chance to return this season after tearing his Achilles in week one. But after the video two weeks ago of him throwing on the field without wincing, walking around normally, and I mean, if nothing else, for the Jets fans who need a miracle now more than ever, at 4-4 and with a tremendous defense that gets zero help from an inept offense, I'm going to ask it, Bill, buy or sell, Aaron Rodgers plays this year. Buy. Buy. Not sure it's going to go well. I think he's going to rush himself back. Buy or sell, you want me to tell you the the, the drop I wanted D-Cell to get for you, but he didn't do it. because Buy. You like to yell sometimes, and so I want to put together a little thing. It's uh, from Anchorman. I'm having trouble controlling them. Oh, it's Austin Powers. The volume of my voice. That's my <laughs> drop for you. So you want to play that, but when I speak? Just like as a little like intro. I, mean, I haven't really figured it out, because i got to get you I got to get you a segment if you're going to fill in a lot, right? Um... Boiled over, maybe, is what it's called. I don't know. Oh, that's perfect. Then you're, you have to like yell about something. That's true. Boiling and that would point. be in the imaging. I thought, you I'm know, having trouble controlling the volume of my voice. Is that Austin Powers? You don't I, know. You're too young. I don't know. Controlling the... Mm. Anyway. You know what? I, I think Austin Powers, buy or sell Austin Powers is a good movie. Sell. I'm going to sell that, too. Yeah, you can hit me in the cell. Sell. Not a good movie. Like what's what's what is the good thing about what is the intrigue about Austin Powers? And I mean, Mike I Myers is like insane. weird. Yeah, no, it, it didn't. It didn't. It doesn't hold up. Like, like mini me, mini me is we, the best part of that movie, the, of that trilogy, whatever you would call it. The best part is when he when when, he, when Will Ferrell gets put in the in the incinerator. He's like, oh, I'm very badly burned. I mean, Will <laughs> Ferrell just steals that in a cameo. <laughs> All right, over to Hoops. Uh, Only took six games. Some thought it would take shorter, but the brow (laughs) is hurt. Anthony Davis hurt his hip in last night's 108-107 loss to the Heat. He tried to play through it, but was subbed out in the third quarter. Did not play the fourth. 
AD expressed optimism in a speedy return to the lineup, but we have seen this charade before. The Lake Show off to a 3-4 and four start, are 0-4 on the road. After we witnessed greatness from the brow in the playoffs last year, at least until the Western Conference Finals, we appear to find ourselves in a similar situation. Anthony Davis has missed 150-plus games in the previous five combined seasons between his time with the Pelicans and the Lakers. So, Bill, buy or sell. Anthony Davis plays more than 60 Easy. games sell. this year. Sell. Sell. I'm sure you saw him say at the start of the season he wanted to play 82 games, and I, I had trouble breathing through the laughter. The guy is always hurt. Do you know what his nickname is on the show? No. Humpty Dumpty. Anthony mm. Humpty Dumpty Davis. Just got a little ring to it. That's a good one. It's not bad, right? All Genie's horses and all Genie's men could not put Anthony Davis back together again. Genie Buzz could put a lot of things back together. Anthony Davis, maybe not. <laughs> you a Genie Buzz fan? Oh, you like you wouldn't imagine. Uh, I know Genie. I've I've hung out with Genie. Genie's cool. Genie is great people. I'm sure. I would. I would if love to hang out. If you ever came her. to LA, I could probably get you an introduction. But she also is married to a friend of mine. Mm. All right. Well, so you have, you have now teased playing tennis with Rip Hamilton if I come to L.A., hanging out with Jeannie Buzz. I, I got to buy a plane ticket. Meeting, I think, is a better You said like hanging out. You said hanging out. I mean, you you do you. I, I would do more than me. Buy or sell, you, when you think of Jay Moore, you think of Jerry Maguire. First thing comes to mind, Jay Moore. Sell. Really? Jeannie Buzz come to mind? I don't know Jay Moore all that well, so it was kind of a tough one for me. I don't think I could have like actually really hit by without, you know, conviction. Yeah, he's married. He's married to Jeannie Bus. Jay Moore is married to Jeannie Bus. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. He just shattered my skull. Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah. So the no. comedian Jay. Actually, you know what? I did yes. see this. I saw this yeah. a while ago, and I like totally just melted it from my brain. Yeah. Jay Moore is married to Jeannie Bus. All right, I'm a pretty funny guy. <laughs> I don't know. I've been to Jay Moore stand up. He's a he is a very funny. No, nah, he is laugh out loud hilarious. Okay. Uh speaking of LA, heartbroken for Boyle. We witnessed the debut of James Harden in the Clippers uniform last night as the holy quadumvirate, whatever you would call that, of Harden, Westbrook, Paul George, and Kawhi played together in the Garden and my Knicks, that's right. My Knicks spanked that ass bill, outscoring LA 69-51 in the second half. Harden had 17 points, 6 assists in 31 minutes, and mentioned, quote-unquote, endless possibilities for this team in the postgame. Endless. They are 3-3 three and three this year, coming off a 44-win season a year ago where they lost to the Suns in five in the first round after both Kawhi and Paul George got hurt again. Harden didn't go through training camp uh, because he's a loser and forced his way out of Philadelphia finally. So we will see how long it takes to acclimate himself yeah. And his system into this uh, team. But buy or sell the Clippers being a contender in the West this year. I like the very rational buy or sell, which you call Harden a loser. We're on the same page. Ah, uh, sell. That they'll sell. Be. This is the most James Harden game of all. He, he, I, I had to watch, I watched this entire game. I usually try to bounce around because I was on HQ talking about this game. Harden played well, looked good individually, and the Clippers offense completely. Completely stalled. They turned the ball over a million times. Your Knicks scored almost a third of their points off of turnovers. Julius Randle remembered how to shoot. I mean, only James Harden's arrival could kickstart the opposite team. No, I think between inevitable injuries, Harden's 
propensity to fail in the postseason, and Russell Westbrook's almost certain likelihood to go one of 11, some critical stretch in May. No, I don't think the Clippers are contenders. There are people that do. There are GMs and scouts who think I'm crazy, but I think they are going to be, as they always are, extremely disappointed. All right. Do you want to do one more, or should we? Let's. Let's. Do you know how to do no context? By you just do no con. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know that little bit? Uh, I've. I know there's a a drop no context buy or sell. What it's, would? So give me an example. So you push it, and then you just read the question without without the. You just push that little oh. drop. Oh. Okay. I don't know if I can find it. So hold on. Let me do the, my Paul Turner I, voice here. No context, buy or sell. And then you just read whatever remaining questions are. Uh, buy or sell, the Big Ten will suspend Jim Harbaugh for any games this season. Sell. I don't think they will. Sell. I think they'll protect the Golden Goose. Okay. Oh, no. and then I just go on to the next one? Yeah, that's it. Just oh, no wow. context. Rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we, we talked about it with Will Brinson. Buy or sell, Bill Belichick gets fired during this season. If you include a mutual parting, buy. Yes. Buy. Look at that. I like it. Anything else you want to, like, own up to in your life? Because this feels like a great therapeutic session for you. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like anytime I work on your show, I say things that I I guess probably shouldn't and that, like, I no, haven't should. said to many other people. It's a skill. <laughs> this has been true my entire life. I'll go to the grocery store and I'll come back with milk and a confession from the guy next to me that he cheated on his wife. I'm not kidding. Just r- it's random strangers say the craziest things to me all the time. I don't know why. It's very weird. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like you I mentioned Kirk Cousins. You, my name's Bill. Okay. <laughs> it's you mentioned, a real thing. You mentioned Kirk Cousins, and, like, I, I don't know, I just something guttural, like, out of me that was just like, yeah, I kissed my cousin. <laughs> you, needed, you needed to share, and I, I love and respect that about you. Uh, more on Pat Boyle's uh, not-so-dark secrets? Like, he embraces them. Bring the secrets into the light. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Pat Boyle filling in. Pat Boyle 44 on Twitter. If you want to call us, 855-212-4CBS. Twitter for me, Sports Writer. Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. For those of you asking, Pretty Daddy will be back tomorrow. That is Tom DeCelestino taking the day off. Well-deserved day off, but we will be back with him on his beloved hump day tomorrow here on the show. And great work and appreciate Pat Boyle hanging out, filling in, doing God's work, talking about kissing his cousin. Pat, when can people hear you? We'll get to these calls here in a second. When can people call listen to you, excuse me, on the radio in the next many days or weeks. Well, I appreciate that, Bill. I will actually be doing updates tonight for uh, Marco Belletti, who usually does this shift. So you can hear me every bottom, of, yeah, every bottom of the hour from 8.30 p.m. Eastern to 4.30 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. this uh, upcoming night. Burning the burning the candles at both ends? Burning the midnight oil. Burning the candle burning at both ends. Midnight oil. Got it. Yeah, I get both work. Both are both know. suffice. And then yeah. uh, I will be hosting a show locally in New York on WFAN Saturday morning, two to six a.m. Eastern. So for any New York sports fix that anybody out there might need, I got gotcha. you. Late Friday Fresh night, night early Saturday morning. Just want a little little pat. Are you going to bring up your cousin? Probably not. Uh, I, I think I, those are those are moments between you and I that I cherish. I cherish him as well. I also cherish Michael in Wisconsin, who is now on uh, CBS Sports Radio. Michael, what's up, buddy? You're on the air. 
Cousin, first time, long time, man. How well, are you well, letting? Oh, hey, cuz. How are you letting the Brewers off the hook? Uh, this was like sports radio Christmas for me. I was like, I'm so excited to listen to your show this morning. And you have empathy for the Brewers? Yeah, I really Come do. Come on, man. We should be celebrating the Cubs. You want me to celebrate? Is this my actual cousin? Or is it a cousin this joke? This is your about... cousin. This is your Michael! Cousin. And that's what, when you start talking about kissing your cousin, it's like, I got to call in and give this man a hard time. I've never I did not kiss your sister. I've listening all the time. This is <laughs> terrible, Bill. How would you oh, feel? Man. Yeah. I did not. So this is my actual cousin. This is my actual cousin, Michael, calling. Michael, you would not be happy if I'd kiss your cousin, even as an, your sister, even as an 11-year-old, right? Oh, Bill, we throw down, man. We yeah, throw we're, down. That's what we and, should. I might get whooped, but if, if you came at my sister, Michael. Bill, you know, that wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be Michael, good. Michael coaches basketball. Love you, Michael. And he's like, I don't know how tall he is. He's six-something. That's my Look, at you just inspired my actual cousin to call into the show. We're bringing families together here. You're magical. We're not tearing them apart. We're bringing families together, bringing cousins He's... together, either on the lips or on the radio. Cousin Michael, uh, great guy. Love you, Michael. Uh, actually, my cousin. But I couldn't tell if it was a cousin joke or my cousin Michael from Wisconsin who's never called in but says he listened to the show. But he's a Cubs fan. Michael, I do have sympathy for the Brewers, man. Like, Council just went and just packed up his bags and went across the street to the bigger, richer house. I feel awful for the Brewers. I also feel, and the truth is, let's say that Shohei Otani, this is a not like a, it's not a character quality in me. If Shohei Otani were a Brewer and went to the Cubs, I'd be dancing, I'd be celebrating. I, I, I also just don't think Craig Council is going to be that significant of a difference maker. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. All right, so Saturday, we're going we're gonna to listen to a little Pat Boyle, everybody. 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. If you're out here on the West Coast, you can listen on the free Odyssey app. Can we please get Washington in the college football playoff top four? They're the best team in the best conference this year. Who I'm bouncing Florida State in a heartbeat. Do you have a do you have a strong are you a West Coast football consumer? Have you watched Washington play football this Absolutely. year? Absolutely. They are They're electric. good, dude. Michael Penix. They're electric. I've been on the Michael Panics train like since have day you? one. Um, I was big fan of his in Indiana, and last year the way they played, and then this year I was like, you know what? I, I hate USC as a Notre Dame fan, so I oh, was yeah. w- hoping they would be fraudulent, and they have turned out to be exactly that. And and with the way Washington played Oregon, Michael Penix is going to win the Heisman. I don't yep. care about the two ACL surgeries he's had in the past. I think he deserves some serious consideration for being the number one overall pick. And I think DeBoer has done an incredible job. That atmosphere is so are unbelievable. You, are I love you Washington. Down with Wash- like me and like the, the gentleman you're filling in for, are you here for whatever you're going to do with the top four? And it's sort of semantics now because there's a lot of time left. It's not decisive, whatever the committee comes up with week to week right now. But how is Washington not in the top four? Yeah, I don't know. I just think because they had the best team, best Florida State by precedent because they've been there yeah, from the beginning on. and they had some impressive results right out of the gate, you know, crushing Clemson. Then get rid of one of the Big Ten schools and let them win their way in at the end of the year. Well, look, Washington's going to get in if they win out. And you know that Michigan State, Michigan and Ohio State, one of them has to lose when they play each other, right? So that's that, there you go. I Washington, don't want a situation where Washington Ohio State's out, won and Michigan beats him in a close game and the committee pulls the same garbage where they put two blue blood schools in. No, no way. Rather than some deserving. I've seen it before. I mean, probably not to Washington. But if USC had the exact same wins, the exact same results, the exact same record as Washington, they'd be one or two in the country right now. 
that if USC be- had the exact same resume, there's no chance they're five. I think that all that matters. Washington's got to keep on winning. I know it's going to annoy people, especially if they, you know, like if they have Washington at five, maybe if they even drop them, they can't drop them. So, especially because the way they, they beat up on USC, they were never really in danger of losing that game. They got to win out. They, they have to. And, and Florida State wins out, they're in. If Georgia wins out, they're in. So that leaves Washington. What if Georgia is not, loses to Alabama Washington, in an SEC championship game? I still think Georgia's in. I think maybe they drop them to what? three or four. I don't know, man. I think it's Alabama. No. Alabama wins that game? No, 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 no. No way. They win out and win that game? Oh. Alabama's got one loss, and that loss is to Texas, if I'm remembering all this properly. It is, but, oh, man. In Austin. Yeah. Here comes Saban, dude. Here he comes. No, I think that game was in Alabama, wasn't it? Was it? I can't remember. <laughs> if Washington wins out, they're in. That's all that matters, Bell. They're not keeping the Huskies out. You're the Ooh. producer. You remember for me. It's how that. You're too busy dreaming about your cousin. Michael, I didn't kiss our my cousin, your sister. Well, that that's it. I like it when you come on because it goes places I never dream of. Thank you to Pat Boyle for everything he provided. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. The show's brighter than you. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.